Well, good morning, and rise and shine, campers. This is season two, episode eleven. A long time coming of uh, the global outrage of an educated man. There's been a brief hiatus between the last episode and this one, and now uh, I'm back. Um. Yeah, I just want to maybe probably give you guys a break from me, and uh, yeah, so grab your coffee, make sure the kids are maybe out of the room, because there might be some F-bombs in this one. Uh, this one might get a little political, I'll warn you, but we're going to discuss uh, some, some self-control issues, some... Uh, my battle with uh, the nicotine gum addiction, uh, the GOP, my mom's state of dementia, the fall of the American Empire, and uh, yeah, let's get into it, all right? So uh, first up here, a little status update on why I've uh, kind of postpone the last couple of episodes here or there's been a delay in the last episode in this one I had been meaning to go up and visit my mom up in the north woods of Wisconsin and I would do that on a Saturday I would go up on a Saturday morning and that's when I record these podcasts but Psychosomatic is the story of my life, um, and I think that has had a lot to do with the delay in these productions, and I still haven't gone up to uh, Wisconsin yet, um, because each time I plan to get up there, I suddenly come down with a massive migraines that uh, incapacitate me for days. Um, the last one was that happened a couple of days about a day prior to me going up and then before that was the morning of when I was going to go up. So yeah, the, the, the signs are right there. Obviously there's something within my subconscious that I don't want to deal with. Um, I just don't want to... I, I know. I don't, I don't want to go up and see my mom in the state that she's in. I don't want to see her as far gone as she is. It's... The nostalgia is... I, I, I'm a nostalgic person and those times are not going to be happening anymore and I think my subconscious rears its ugly head and presents itself with migraines um, but I gotta get over it I I so hopefully the Saturday the 19th I'm gonna plan on going up there um, 
you know, go up on a Saturday morning, come back on a Sunday afternoon. Because I don't think I could handle it much more than that. Um, but I just, I, she's just not there anymore. Um, and that is, that's bothering me to no end. I don't want to see it. I don't want to be around it. Um, it's just so depressing to me to see her like that, that I just would rather avoid it altogether, I guess. Uh, so that's, that's why these haven't been recorded because I planned to do it on Saturday and then I planned it to go up and then I didn't. And then now I'm doing, and now I'm not going up this Saturday because the, the great husband that I am, I have, uh, volunteered myself to go with my lovely, beautiful wife to a baby shower up in Princeton, Minnesota today, which will probably be outside in the heat. My God, the heat. What, 97 degrees, 98 degrees today? So yeah, we're going to arrive late and leave early for that, but <laughs> I'll probably be one of the few guys at a baby shower. Because... My wife is afraid to drive by herself for any further than 25 miles or so. And, you know, I owe her. I owe her big time. And this is the least that I can do. So, all you guys out there, yeah, I'm taking one for the team here. So that's what's on our agenda today. But after this podcast, I'm taking the dogs for a short little walk before it gets ungodly hot. So that's it. Um, but uh, and my beautiful wife here, a couple of weeks ago, on a Sunday, woke up in the morning and excruciating pain. She woke up with excruciating pain. Crawled to the bathroom, and apparently she was laying on the bathroom floor in in the midst of vomiting into the toilet. And lo and behold, she says, At, Yep, I got another kidney stone, I think. So she's she wakes me up around seven in the morning on a Sunday morning and says, I think I got a kidney stone. I think I'm going to need to go to the ER, but I don't want to go to the ER because they're just going to run the same tests and do absolutely nothing and say, okay, well, take these pills and here's $4,000 bill for, for that. So, so we waited and then it subsided a little bit. So then around 10 in the morning, I took her to urgent care up in Maple Grove, which we were told would be cheaper alternative they ran some tests, they did some blood work for an hour and a half, and then they said, well, yep, you've got a kidney stone, ma'am, you need to go to the ER. <laughs> so then we went to the U of M down, U of M Fairview, and spent a large portion of that day, Sunday, of the U.S. Open, of which Phil Mickelson, at the age of 50, became the oldest person to win, oldest guy to win a major. So I saw that. That I'll always remember that's where I was when that happened. 
So we're sitting there in the ER at the U of M Fairview and for about four hours. But she's out. She's doing all right. Um, they gave her some uh, oxycodone for which she had to pay at Target Pharmacy. I think that was maybe $4 for those. So $4 for the pills. The hospital bill will probably be about four grand for her. Um, I'm still dealing with my hospital bills rolling in, trickling in one after the other, and I think they're totaling up to a little over about 3,000, 3,500. And this is with all, this is with the health insurance. And this is with paying the premiums per month. So, the whole system is a fucking racket. So we pay, you know, about $500 a month in premiums to get our yearly physical. That's what's covered. Everything else, you know, it's pretty much out of pocket or 80-20 or... Okay, maximum out of pocket for the year, but then, okay, then you've got to kick it up. So, yeah, it could bankrupt you. But we cherish human life in the American Christian nation serving God. But we just wanted you to pay through the nose for it. Such a fucking scam. Yeah, the rich have convinced... The idiots that the poor are to blame. That's the way it goes. Which leads me to believe which leads me to my other issue here. January sixth. January sixth, where I what is it, six? Six people died, six, seven people have died during the insurrection on our capital during the uh, certification of a an election, a presidential election. And they're not gonna investigate because we know the answer. Half the Republican Party is guilty. Probably half of them gave email invites to give tours to these fuckers. But they've got to be held accountable because this shit is going to happen again. They held 33 hearings on Benghazi. 33 hearings on Benghazi. Not one is going to be held on January 6th. What does that send? A signal to these fucking QAnon nutjobs. Who blame Antifa for the insurrection on January 6th. Well, if it's Antifa behind it, then why don't you investigate it? <laughs> There's the rub, you fuckers. The American Empire is rotting from within. We all know it. We're all seeing it. And it's just sad. So, I warned you. It was coming. But... At least I'm down to two pieces of Nicorette gum a day, and at least the masks are gone. So with that, I bid you a fond farewell until two weeks from now, and uh, stay safe, everybody. Spread the truth, spread the outrage. I love you. God help us.